Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big, we go all night, and here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show, presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, the best in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Here with you know the two that have to keep the Arash Show, Arash Markazi Show, keeping it down. Um, here with Mr. Grant Mona of the Sporting Tribune. Grant, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. Uh, just uh, looking forward to another great show, Jihei. I, I think we can hold it down. I think we got this. Yeah, I know. You know, we, it, you, you and me, buddy. You and me. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, you know, holding it down, I mean, Golden State, man, what a mess there. I don't, like, don't want to blow up their spot and just be mean or anything, but I mean, when is enough enough? You know, they're finally suspending Draymond indefinitely. Um, obviously, there's going to be some parameters to him having to co- being able to come back. Um, I know a lot of people probably are like so sick of the Draymond saga. I know I am. Um, wh- what are your thoughts on this? Is this about time? I mean, you know my feelings on this. I think the guy should be out. I know these are extremes, but it's a consistency for me. And the consistency is that he is always getting suspended and he's never, ever changing. And I think I believe he said he's never going to change. This is going to be who he is. This is who he is. So we should either accept it or, you know, move on or whatever. I personally would just move on from him, let him go into free agency, pay him what he needs to be paid out of his contract and dump this man. Like, I'm just, I know that sounds harsh. I know whatever, but financial ramifications be damned. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I understand that. And we just talked about this, what, like last week? I think we talked about this. And maybe we sparked another outburst or confrontation. I don't know what it was because <laughs> it seems like as soon as we brought it up, he did something else. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is just getting to be absolutely ridiculous. And he's, you know, in the past, Draymond Green has been, you know, kind of passive on his. I guess his role in all of these altercations, he said, Oh, I'm not going to change who I am. I don't, I'm not going to apologize. He did apologize finally to Yusuf Nurkic, which doesn't make it right. I'm just saying that we finally got an apology from Draymond Green. But like I said, in, I don't know which show it was. I think it was a couple weeks ago is that these are hurting the Warriors. I think there was a stat that they are two and six in games where he gets uh, a flag. Grin or, or ejected, whatever it may be. So their record is worse when he obviously it's the record's worse when he's out of the game when he's doing all these antics. This one, Jihei, it just seems like this one may be one of the worst I've seen. I mean, when I first saw the video, and you know, you could say he was flailing around, but even him flailing around, stop doing that. Like, just stop. You can stop doing that. As a basketball player, those aren't basketball moves, Jihei. Those are just, like, I understand you're trying to draw a foul. There's guys that flop in the league, but it seems like every time Draymond Green tries to flop, he hits somebody or he collides with somebody in a way that I just 
just don't see with a lot of other players that do flop. So, you know, he can say all these excuses about that's the way he plays and that's what he's trying to do. But in this instance, I mean, he flailed pretty hard and it was directly at Yusuf Nurkic's head. And he basically just punched Yusuf Nurkic in the face. So, and another thing is that this suspension... It says it's indefinite, which means that there's no timeline. It means that there's no solid number on it, which is a little bit weird. Also, the suspension means that he can still practice with the Warriors, which is something that you can't usually do when you're suspended. So I know that Adam Silver is trying to bring the hammer down on a lot of violence and a lot of stuff that goes on. But I'm just a little bit question. I'm questioning what kind of suspension this is. If this is like a uh, a community, like you know, something that you have to go to a a, a counselor for or somebody that you have to I've, do training for. I think it is. Yeah, which is I believe a little bit weird. Yeah, but I just don't yeah. know like how they can resolve it because I don't really. Uh, here's another thing. I don't really think it's a mental health issue with Draymond Green. He's a very smart guy. You know, look, I don't, I don't want to speak for him because I don't know him personally and all this stuff. But he seems like a very clear guy. He's very smart off the court, and he's, you know, he's a great basketball player. So, you know, I, I I'm not going to speak for him, obviously, but it doesn't seem like this is something that can be fixed with training or something that you know deals with mental health. I know that's very important with athletes, but. I just feel like this is such a recurring thing, and people have tried. I mean, Steve Kerr has tried to, you know, tell him, "Look, you got to cool, cool it down a little bit, buddy." And it just seems like it it doesn't work. So, I don't know if this type of suspension maybe kicks him into gear. Maybe it does. Maybe it kind of teaches him a lesson to say, "Hey, you know, look, Yusuf Nurkic said, <laughs> what did he say? He said this brother needs help." That was his quote. Which, <laughs> and maybe maybe the league listened to that and said, "Hey, maybe he actually does need help." So. Right. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know what kind of track this is on, but it's just, it just keeps happening. I, I'm so sick of it. I'm not even a fan yeah. of Warriors, and I'm just sick of seeing it. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, you don't pay for, like, the reason why I watch UFC is because I'm paying to watch a fight. Right. I'm paying to watch somebody fight. Same I'm not paying to watch you fight something. <laughs> I'm paying to watch you fight, or um, to watch you fight for possession of the ball. I'm paying for you to fight for a rebound. I'm paying for you to play a child's game which is beautiful and great and you're great at it that's the sad part is that like i I think the second that they take money away i would hope that that would be the trigger it's happened before though in the past with these suspensions right like where he's had to be fined and he's had to like the golden states had to take a fine he's had to take a fine etc so i don't know what's gonna help i think my solution is best dump him because yeah. that's gonna, that might be your only resolution of being like, hey, man, this is real. You could lose your career over this. And you got a good point because there's a lot of people that say, you know, that say Steve Kerr is not really standing up for, you know, for the team and for his antics. He's not really saying like, hey, he's got to stop in the media. He's just saying, oh, well, we'll review the footage and we'll see what happens. And maybe if he goes to a different team, they'll maybe enforce it. Maybe they'll they'll act on it a little bit different because, look, Draymond Green is a four-time champion with the Warriors. He is a solidified Warrior Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. So I feel like on that team, he's going to get away with things because of his status on that team. Now, if you put him on a different team, maybe the uh, a Greg Popovich wouldn't put up with that. Maybe a Darvin Ham wouldn't put up with that. I don't know where I he goes. I think that Greg Popovich would let him be on his squad. Right. Like, I don't think that he, like, Greg Popovich is so insanely old school that I don't even think he'd be on his squad. But yeah, to your okay. point, you know, what, you know, who else is, I think that yeah, this would like have to somebody be, somebody else. Would be, yeah, some, it would have to be in his contract that something has to change. 
Like yeah. if you like, you know, it's not three strikes you're out. It's one strike you're out. And right. we can terminate your contract and you can be done. If you get into a fight, whether it's with a teammate, with it doesn't matter. Like you get into a fight, that's Madonna, man. Like it's yeah. you're out. So um, let, let's hope, you know, let, let's hope there's some change because I didn't know that he apologized to Nurkic. Yeah. And that's a huge one because he never apologizes for his actions. And the fact that he did that shows that maybe right. he is on the track to change. Right. I'm hoping for the best. I'm expecting the worst, to be honest with yeah. you. It's what I do with everything. It's not just <laughs> on green. But, it's just, it's uh, just how Clipper fans act, G.A. That's just what we really, do. Uh, it really is. And, I mean, we got to segue to that because, obviously, they are playing Golden State tonight and no Draymond. Clay being questionable with, with him being mentioned. There's a question on his future with Golden State and kind of their stability. I mean, people are counting them out. I'm wondering if this is like the fire that they need to be like, maybe they actually listen to the media. They listen and they talk and they're like, forget you guys. Expletive, expletive. We're going to, you know, come out there and, and roll with everybody and mm-hmm. you know, dominate. So yeah. um, like, should we be worried? Should we be, you know, a little on the fence on this one and be like, partially worrisome or is this something that maybe the Clippers will ride through? Look, the Clippers have, have the longest active winning streak in the NBA right now at five games. They have won 10 of 13. They look like they're finally getting it together, but they just lost to the Warriors last week uh, in Golden State, and that was a, a, a game that they should have won. And, you know, they won't have Draymond Green. He's, he's suspended now. Uh, Clay Thompson was benched in that fourth quarter, like you said, for uh, Brandon Pojemski, who's been a pretty good rookie for them. This is a team that, that the Clippers have just never really been able to put away, even when they are more talented. Uh, this is a team that, back in the day, the Warriors would beat the Clippers all the time, and obviously that was when they had a stronger team and guys at the peak of their powers. But as a Clipper fan, and if you're Clippers, look, no game is easy from here on out. I'm, not, I'm just going to say that. If you have Steph Curry healthy and playing then you have a chance. And we saw that last week when the Clippers lost to the Warriors. The Warriors were playing bad at that time as well, and the Clippers were just coming off a good win against the Kings, and they lose just because you can catch a team on a bad night. That's just what it is. And with the Warriors' ball movement, with the way they move the ball around, with the pieces that they still have, it's still not going to be easy. I expect this game to be pretty close. Um I'm not going to say it's an easy win for the Clippers just because the Warriors still have Steph Curry. For some reason, Steph Curry just absolutely hates the Clippers every time he plays them. He just goes ballistic every time. And it just, I don't know, we're probably never going to escape it. But uh, yeah, for the Clippers, look, you, you just got to stay on plan. Paul George, he, he was out with a, a groin soreness. I think it's they changed it to hip soreness. So he didn't play the second half of that that Kings blowout. Uh, but he expects to play tonight. And, and I think that he will. Um, I think it was just a precaution thing. So the Clippers were still, will probably still be at full strength. Um, I expect the Clippers to win still, but I'm not going to make it a sure thing just because, look, I've seen the Clippers go on long losing streaks this year, and this is their longest win streak. So, yes, while they are playing their best ball, GA, I just don't think that it's a foregone conclusion that even though the Warriors are 10 and 12, 20, 10 and 13, whatever they may be, looking on, on the outside, looking into the play in and play off. Like I, I still think they're they're gonna get to the play in at least. They have enough talent to do so. Yes, it's a little bit rocky right now. Clay Thompson has not been the same guy. Steph Curry has been up and down. They don't have much depth. They're very thin. They don't have a lot of size. But still, this team could be dangerous if they make one or two moves. Right now, 
against the Clippers, the Clippers are definitely the better team, but the Warriors just always play well against the Clippers, no matter what, whether home, road, it doesn't matter. Steph Curry loves to put on a show against the Clippers. So uh, it's not going to be easy, but I do expect the Clippers to get a W. I mean, I think that you're, you are the ever optimistic Clipper fan in, in my book. <laughs> well, I, I, sometimes, I sometimes I just want, I just want to, I want to give Clipper fans a little bit of hope, a little bit of optimism. I'm sick of being a little bit too, cause I've been negative. I mean, you know, I've, I've been talking negative about them for a whenever I see some good fortune and whenever I see them doing something good, it's just like times two, like it doubles the happiness of a Clipper fan. I mean, anytime you get to see the Clippers play the way they should and healthy, I think that's why I'm so optimistic is because Kawhi Leonard has played the most games he's played to open a season since 2017 or 2016, one of those two years, which is crazy. So there, there has to be optimism from, from Clipper fans, but there's also that thing in the back of their heads where it's like, hey, these guys could get hurt at any point. And Paul George... Look, Paul George had a minor, minor injury, and all I'm seeing from Clipper fans is like, oh, my God, the, there's the first injury. Here we go again. But trust me, it's okay. It'll be all right. <laughs> they're they're going to they're gonna keep rolling. They're going to be – yeah. here's my thing. I think Golden State will be fine if Chris Paul is, you know, right. minorly hurt. Uh, you know, I mean, it's obvious that if they don't have their major stars, that's going to be right. the, the major issue. I think right. for them. Um, I wanted to move forward to um, a team that is now 0 and 18, um, but the Lakers are not. Uh, they beat San Antonio last night, um, even though Victor Wembanyama scored his 30 points. I mean, is this is this the beginning of a run for the Lakers? Is the beginning of you know something magical and great for them? Is this you know or are we putting the card ahead of the horse? Yeah, look, I, I wrote about this. I did the recap last night on the Sporting Tribune, and I wrote about this where I said the Lakers have lapses on defense, and there's a reason why they barely beat the Spurs by three points. They were up by double digits most of the game last night, and in the fourth quarter, the Spurs went on a, I think, a 41-23 to run to end the game to cut it to one with under a minute left. And yes, the Lakers didn't have LeBron, and yes, Anthony Davis rolled his ankle, but look, Anthony Davis had 37 points last night against the Spurs, against Victor Webanyama, who's a pretty decent defender himself as a rookie. And even though Webanyama got 30 and 13, they kind of held him at bay for the first three quarters. In that fourth quarter, it was just laziness. It was it was a lack of focus. Um, and I've seen that at times with this Lakers team to where they, they don't put their foot on the pedal and they kind of hang around with teams that they shouldn't. And they don't win convincingly against teams that they should. I mean, coming off of that, that in-season tournament win against the Pacers, you'd think, oh, well, this team's on a roll now. Like, they have all the momentum. They're playing with a bunch of fire and energy. I, I haven't seen the Lakers play like that since the bubble, uh, to be honest with you. That's how good they look. And, but they know, were also the, healthy back then, though, too. So, like, taking true. that into consideration, interrupt you, but taking that into consideration, oh, I mean, how, what other than health? Because you can say that about, I hate that. Uh, everybody's talking about, like, well, if they were healthy, it's like, but they weren't. Let's move on, or they're not. Let's move on from the health issue, the health factor. What is it going to take other than every single person being healthy? Because if everybody was healthy, it'd be like, it's like getting a, a job in something that everybody wants. If everybody would right. could do it, they would, right? Like if <laughs> right, it was easy, right. they would totally do it. So right. let's take health out of, out, of the, out of the equation. Screw the health. We're done with the, everybody having the health argument. What is it going to take for the Lakers to be this consistent? 
it's going to take Anthony Davis playing like a top five player in the league. And it's going to take him doing that, not just every other night, Jihei, but, but consistently. Because over his past five games, he's averaging 31 points a game, and he looks like the Anthony Davis that they gave the lucrative contract to. He's being paid over $60 million on his contract extension, which is a little bit a lot, if you're asking me. But for Anthony Davis, if he's playing like that as a two-way star, I can play. I, I can put them up against the Giannis's of the world, the Jokic, and I know Jokic just beat him in the playoffs. I got to give them the credit for that. But if Anthony Anthony Davis was not playing like this in that Western Conference Final, and LeBron is playing like he was five years ago, like he looks like he's thirty four, not thirty nine, and with those two playing like that, and with to have a defense of Jared Vanderbilt, Rui Hachimura, Austin Reeves emergence as probably that third star, even D'Angelo Russell is up shooting forty percent from three. They have the team. This team is deeper than that 2020 team in terms of talent. They have Jackson Hayes and Christian Wood barely getting any minutes. They have guys like Torian Prince that just sit in the corner and shoot threes, and he's doing actually pretty well right now. He actually had 17 last night. So the Lakers have so much talent. I always said this. I thought they had one of the best rosters, 1 through 14, up with the Celtics, up with the teams that have all this depth. And I just, I truly believe that. So when they put it all together, and they don't have these lapses and these focus deficiencies at times, this is the team that they can be. They can be that team that we saw in the in the in season tournament. So that's what kind of makes me Jihei, a little bit more optimistic when I'm looking at their you know down the road when I'm looking at the playoffs in a seven game series. If they can play like they did in the in season tournament when the stakes are higher in a seven game series, I have the utmost confidence in them. I mean, I feel like they can beat anybody in the in the league, not just in the West. So. Uh, with them, it's not like you said. Let's take the health out of it. Consistency, consistency from Davis, and for LeBron, just keep playing like you're five years younger. I mean, this guy is unbelievable. I mean, I don't think that we really have to ask that of LeBron, right? I mean, LeBron no. will show up when he wants to show up, and he's yeah. been doing that pretty much all year long. I, but I agree with you, man. Consistency on the end of Davis um, is huge. It's key. I do love the fact that you brought up, you know, all those younger players that are helping out. That that's a huge. I think if you have role players like that that consistently show up and somebody shows up every game to help out, like yes, those thirty-seven points they're necessary. You need them, right? Coming from your stars, the stars should be scoring twenty plus every single day. That that is what they should be averaging. That was that is what you pay them for. That is what they should be there for. But those role players, they need they need to step up um, consistently every night. I don't care who they are, just. It has to be at least like two of you guys have to step up every single night and make up the difference, right? Um, I know we're going to talk about this when uh, Brandon comes uh, on for segment two, but um, did want to talk to you about UCLA versus Boise. Um, I think the Chip's job is safe now that he beat you guys um, in that rivalry game against Hesse. I know that's a bitter pill to swallow, but it is what it is. It happened. Let's move on. It's full, se- it's full season now. Um what do you think about this UCLA and Boise matchup really quick? We have like two minutes to go. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty fun. I think for UCLA fans, because I know a few UCLA fans, and they just don't, they aren't happy that they're, that Chip Kelly is coming back. There's a lot of UCLA fans that didn't want Chip Kelly back. And with USC taking the defensive coordinator Lynn from UCLA, 
uh, that kind of puts a damper in their future plans because he got them from a 70-something ranked defense to a top 20 defense in the nation, which is remarkable. And that's why USC wanted him so bad. So with Dante Moore hitting the, the transfer portal and with Mitch Garbers kind of slotting in there and still being the guy, uh, you know, it just makes for this UCLA team. I'm, I'm excited to see what they bring out in the bowl game because with Chip Kelly's offenses, you really don't really... You don't really know what you're getting. You don't really understand. You know, one game they could look elite, and then the next game they could look like a bottom five team in the nation. So that's why Chip Kelly's teams. They, that's why UCLA fans don't want Chip Kelly on on as still as the head coach. So their defense should be fine. They still have Latu. They still have guys that can make plays on the defensive end. But on offense, I'm just curious to see what they come out with because Boise State has always been competitive, and you can say what you want with the the conference discrepancy or whatever, and you. you UCLA is going to be playing at home. It's the LA Bowl. It's at SoFi Stadium. So they should be pretty good. I think UCLA is still going to win, but I'm just I'm curious to see what kind of offense they run because they love to run with Mitch Garbers. They love to use him as a mobile quarterback, which is kind of why Dante Moore was pushed to the side. Um, so for UCLA, I think this game, it really has no impact on next year because next year I feel like they're going to make some significant changes. A lot of the defensive players are, are getting out of that, uh, out of the lineup. So, and they're going to be losing some guys. So I'm, I'm curious to see it. Yeah, no, it'll be, it'll, I think at least it'll, at the end of the day, at least it'll be an entertaining bowl game, right? right. Like you're going to yeah. have at least a little bit of fun on that. Well, so let's go. Yeah. I mean, and it's, again, it's so fine. It's going to be beautiful. Right. You're, you're, and also, you're from Boise. You're coming in into right. LA. It's gonna be great. Um, let's chill for now. But when we get back, we'll obviously be joined again by Grant Mona, myself, and Mr. Brandon Deutsch. When we get back on the Mightier 1090 ESPN uh, Radio, Southern California, the Bet Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. what drives everyone to make the most of every moment we celebrate living large in the now in a city where time disappears we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever we go big we go all night and here everyone is invited to get loose and get loud this is circa you'll have the time of your life This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back, guys, to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Supporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Just as a reminder, if you have a question or comment or just want to win tickets to an upcoming game in Southern California, Las Vegas, or Hawaii, please call our hotline. It is still there. Yes, you guys, our hotline is still there. At 310-400-0340. Okay. I want to say let's go to the Sporting Tribune um, guest hotline, but I mean, is this really the Sporting Tribune guest hotline when we're always on this show? So I'm just going to say we're um, <laughs> this segment again presented by the Sporting Tribune here with uh, the infamous Brandon Deutsch and Mr. Grant Mona. Um, Brandon, since you weren't here for uh, Seg 1, how how you living? How, how have you been? 
Oh, man. This is honestly the best time of my life. The Niners are good. The Lakers are good. <laughs> I don't care about the Angels anymore. So I cover them. So <laughs> I do care about them. But I don't, I'm don't. i trying to put my bias aside right now. I'm just rolling with my football and basketball teams. Can't, couldn't be better. Trying to enjoy the moment. Whatever happens this year with both of those teams. I mean, speaking of enjoying the moment, you must be enjoying this Laker moment right now, right? Uh, beating oh, yeah, San last Antonio, night. Yeah. 2-0. Yeah. Um, how... How's that? How did that stick in for you? Look, I Grant and I both texted about this before the Mavericks game. We knew they were going to come out sloppy. You know, they won. They just won. You know, they gave their all in that championship game uh, of the in-season tournament. And the Lakers literally win every game if they're leading after like the first or second quarter. Like if they're leading at halftime, they almost always win. Um, and you know, they were down again in the first quarter, um, no Jared Vanderbilt. So, I mean, I wrote about this in the write-up for that game a few nights ago, no Jared Vanderbilt, which is like almost as instrumental. It sounds crazy as LeBron and Davis being out. Like it's almost as instrumental because especially against a guy like Doncic, because then you have to double him because Reddish can't cook, like can't stay on him one-on-one as good as Reddish has been playing. It's really difficult, okay? So everyone was doubling, and then Exum just made shots. Grant Williams made shots. That's nothing you can do about that. You kind of take that risk when you're doubling Luca. But if they had Vanderbilt, by the way, they won that game. I truly believe that. Um, but, you know, they came back the next night. They could have taken another night off, but they knew they had to take care of business against a team that had lost, I think, 17 in a row. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, they won. They looked dominant for three quarters, and then, you know, they kind of coasted at the end. But... Davis looked excellent. He's looked excellent on a night-to-night basis. He is an MVP candidate. I don't care what anybody says. Him and LeBron are. Um, And he's definitely my favorite for the defensive player of the year. I just think on a nightly basis, his versatility, I guess Gobert, but we know Gobert folds in big moments. So that's the only thing I always have on him. Regular season (laughs) player. Davis does this in the playoffs. We saw it last year. No one can guard uh, Nikola Jokic. So if you listeners are in your head thinking, well, he, you know, Nikola Jokic cooked him while no one can guard him, except Zubac, apparently. Zubac. Yeah. Might be a, must be a Euro, a Baltic States kind of thing, <laughs> a European thing. Um, but at the end of the day, very happy where they are. I do expect them to win Friday, too. It would be 16 and 10. Heading into the next week, they get a long weekend, which is good. They're off uh, Saturday, Sunday. So I want to know who the heck says that Davis, if not con- if he's consistent, is not a candidate for MVP. I want to know a lot of people or anybody. He's got. He's got. This. It's to a lesser extent, but he's got. Grant can assess this. He's got some of the LeBron hate. Like you're picked number one. You're supposed to be a generational talent. I think he's lived up to the hype personally. Um, I think he's one of the greatest two way players we've ever seen. Just his defensive versatility at six eleven is unparalleled it's like paralleled by very few players in nba history he is you know there are times when you know he's a bit quote soft you know he coasts and i think that's where he gets a bad rap from some people but this year he's looked excellent i I give him credit he's playing through minor injuries which is not something he did before and what did we talk about the last time we were on jihei we said Kawhi leonard needs to start turning it on so he can (laughs) keep his body prepared and what does he do he averages 36 a game over the next two games and davis has been doing the same thing we wanted davis to do the same thing and he's been consistent. Laker fans should not be complaining. They should be complaining about D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Wait, I was just going to say something because we were talking about this before we came on. 
is that we finally need a Clippers Lakers playoff series. And with both teams kind of playing like this, it just gets me more excited for that. Like if that would happen, I don't know how it would happen. I mean, I guess you could do like a four or five seed scenario. If the Lakers get the four seed, but I think the Lakers are better than that. Cause, cause the Lakers, I think, uh, you know, Brandon, you and I have talked about this and I said this in the first segment is that I, I still believe that they're going to be a top three seed just based off their roster alone. I mean, one through 14, they're fantastic. I mean, Torian Prince has gotten it together after a little bit of a slump as well. He's been shooting it pretty well. He had 17 last night against the Spurs. Anthony Davis, I, I told G Hey this in segment one. I said, if Anthony Davis is playing like this, I mean, and LeBron is playing like he's five years younger. I mean, this is, I don't know who can beat them. And I know that we just saw Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets beat the Lakers, but Anthony Davis wasn't playing like this. And LeBron wasn't playing like this. He's finally healthy. He was playing like he was before the foot injury, which is scary if he continues to be healthy. And same with Kawhi and Paul George. They've played the most games together to open a season through this whole era. I mean, they've played 23, 24 games to start together. So if you have those two teams playing healthy, playing well on a streak uh, they're two of the best teams in the league and i i know that's a lot to say because there's teams that's like the timberwolves and no. the thunder no because i gotta give credit to the thunder and the timberwolves and i gotta give credit Who to have the no postseason success at least right. the Clippers I, have made the western conference finals. exactly i understand that and that's why i kind of give them the edge they have guys with experience and the yeah. lakers depth wise talent wise is up there with the celtics and some of these teams that have deep rosters and the I pelicans so yeah. I would love to see this not just for the LA thing, but just basketball wise, it would be so fun. I think. I mean, I like, think that. Yeah. Sorry, Brandon, to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, I think it's a perfect matchup. You've got two very similar teams. They win on defense. Uh, they control the pace. They have some ISO dominant players like LeBron, Davis, uh, Kawhi, George. I know Jihei can attest, but no, I'm no, one of those Laker was- fans that. It, I I want the Clippers to succeed too. Like I there there's no Laker fans that kind of think oh screw the Clippers. Like I don't understand. We have 17 them, titles. Me. We have 17 titles, bro. Even if they get one, if they beat us in a playoff series, it's not going to matter. They're out of the stadium at the end of the year. So I just want to see good basketball, and I really love. I would love that matchup. So I was just going to concur on that one. It's the last year of us in crypto. How great would that be? Oh, yeah, the so Clippers cool. and the Lakers had that. I mean, that's. I mean. And that's what you want, right? Um, like battle for LA or the um, and let's let's also Laker fans. I would just like to point out we have beaten y'all in the last decade, and you got one on us. One <laughs> this whole entire time. Yes, granted, you made the playoffs and you went and you. But at the end of the day, like if you want to just talk about the record between each other, I'm not even talking about the playoffs right now. Playoffs, we ain't talking about playoffs. I'm just talking about just in general in crypto for the last decade. We've owned you, like owned yeah. you. So I would love to see, that. Yeah, I would love to see a playoff contention between the two of these teams. Like yeah. playoffs between the two of these teams. You know, Grant will love this. You know what it reminds me of? Like in the regular season, um, the the Clippers have just dominated the Lakers, and then the in the playoffs, the Lakers have a ring, right? It's kind of like the Niners to the Rams, where the Niners just absolutely pulverized <laughs> the Rams like 10 straight in the regular season. They haven't lost like five years. And then the one game in the playoffs, they lost to them. So I just, I kind of think that's hilarious. I, that's very similar. Like you can make the argument, oh, the Niners dominate the Rams. Yeah, but the Rams won when it mattered and the Lakers did too. So, you know, it's like the end of the day, regular season doesn't mean 
crap to these two organizations. The Clippers, I know they have zero titles, but they're not playing for participation medals. They won a championship. That's why they got Kawhi and Paul George. Don't listen to any of the BS online where people are like, oh, Clippers, Clippers, this, Clippers. No, they got Kawhi and Paul George. They have a legitimate team. I think Harden hurts the chances a little bit, but if he can be unselfish like this, if he continues this, which I doubt because in the past he's turned into a selfish player in the playoffs and an iso-dominant guy. If he can play like this the whole season into the playoffs, there's a chance for the Clippers. There's no denying that. They play defense. Yeah, I no, I, I want. I wanted to ask you guys, since you switched over a little bit to that Rams-Niners uh, analogy, I want to ask you guys about, is there really a new Super Bowl uh, logo out there? I, I think I shared it with you guys on the group chat, but I'm, I'm wondering because I'm trying to look this up and I can't find it. Uh, the purple and uh, red oh, yeah, one is yeah. still there. Yeah, that's that's the purple. That's the one for this year. So that's that's kind of yeah. purple and, and red, huh? Brandon and I have been talking about this for a long time. Look, my Super Bowl pick was my, my my Super Bowl pick was Ravens Niners, and just so happens that the, there's purple and red in the in the logo. When the Rams beat the the Bengals, it was blue and orange, or yellow and orange, or something like that. And then last year, it was green and red, Chiefs and Eagles. <laughs> yeah. So. If and it happens before, again, the year before it was like red and like uh, black and for like black Buccaneers for or something. Buccaneers. Yeah. yeah. So if this is, if yeah. this keeps happening, look, I I still believe it's going to be Raven Snyder's regardless of the logo. But if this keeps happening, I mean, the NFL has to change it up a little bit, right? I mean, this can't. Keep, they're just going to admit to it being rigged. That's basically what they're doing. I mean, well, I, I don't understand. Well, I, I just have a quick question for you guys. What I don't understand is why yeah. they do it so Like, how early do they need to put in the Super Bowl? Logo? They claim that it's yeah. supposed to be the same, like, you know, colors, quote unquote. But, like, I don't think of Vegas and think of purple and red, you know? Like, no. I also think it also, like, the conspiracy theory can be to buy. I mean, they're, they're also the two most complete teams in the NFL <laughs> yeah. right yeah. now. So, I mean, like, the Niners, by far the best team in the NFC right now. In the um, league, you know, the Cowboys are playing well, but like just to overall in the, and league, the Ravens, um, you know, best all around team in the AFC. They have the best defense because Cleveland's now hurt and they have Lamar Jackson and a bunch of playmakers like Odell's playing. Odell is just a big game player, man. Um, the Rams should have re-signed him. I really think they should have brought him back because I know you have Cup and you got Puka now, but mm, that guy just shows so much up money. In Shows up money. in big moments. I know, but you got. I know you have cap room. And maybe you can get him next. Well, year. Next year, that's what I'm next saying. year you can get him. Um, but I thought I that was it. pretty. I thought that was pretty funny. That yeah, the logo. Uh, but again, I would not be surprised if it's Niners Ravens. In fact, I would be surprised if it's not Niners Ravens. I would be more surprised if it's not Niners Ravens at this point than mm-hmm. if it if it was. Um, the SoFi is now going to be the uh, place for the next Super Bowl in 2027. Um, again, <laughs> it's going to be at SoFi again. Um, if uh, when this is the case, will you guys go? I know this is like putting the card ahead of the horse, but will you contemplate even going to this one? Well, Brandon, what was your theory that it's going to be what Raiders? Well, Raiders? it says <laughs> if that color is true, it's like gray and uh, in. It um, looks it's blue, gray. though, dude. It looks blue. There were yeah, two different ones. It was gray. It, it was gray and uh, what did I say? It was gray and, blue, and red. Wasn't, it was gray and blue. It was blue. That means the Raiders are going to be there. What other team is gray? Cowboys. 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 Cow- <laughs> 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 is that when the Cowboys make the Super Bowl? Trey Lance led Cowboys. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because twenty six is uh, red, so that means the Niners or Chiefs will be there, right? So. But isn't it in Santa Clara soon? Yeah. It's in Santa. Yeah, yeah. it's twenty twenty six. 
Yeah. And they called all the all the San Francisco Niners beat reporters are saying, oh, San Francisco's hosting or the Niners are hosting back to back Super Bowls. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, bro, come on. That's so mean. I've never oh, come I've, on. I've, I've, I've always been like, can't talk crap to the Rams because they beat, beat us in the one game that I hate fans that are like, oh, screw the Rams. It's like, well, they beat us. I would trade all of those wins for that win in the playoffs. And here's the thing, Brandon, that I yeah. want to say is that if the Rams do get in, well, I'll ask you this. If the Niners yeah. get get in and the Rams get in, who's the one team that the Niners don't want to face? Probably the Rams. Um, they've played the most complete uh, against the 49ers of any team this season. Um, that you know when they were fully healthy, they had Debo, they had McCaffrey, they had Trent, and that was a game down to the wire that the Niners had to come back and win. And all this talk about Purdy can't come back. I mean, he came back against the Eagles. I know it's not in the fourth quarter comeback. Came back against the Eagles, came back against the Seahawks last week, might be down again against the Cardinals. I mean, that's just a false narrative. Kyle is one in like, uh, like he's terrible in the fourth quarter when trailing. But again, coming back is a different thing. Um, I think the Rams are a very complete football team. I think they're dangerous. I think they're the one team no one wants to play, not just the Niners. Cowboys don't want to play them, even though the Cowboys beat their, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, they're playing really good football defensively. I didn't think they'd be this good defensively, Grant. Like, Akella Witherspoon's been great. Oh, yeah. Iron Young, like, got Donald, obviously, but now they're getting some help on, so he doesn't have to be doubled as much. He's getting mm-hmm. some more pressure on the quarterback. And offensively, Stafford, he's a gunslinger. He's always going to be good. Like, he's one of those guys, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't get out of the pocket and run. He'll play till he's like 40. You know, he'll probably be right. good to like Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady stuff. Like, he'll play like four or five more years. So I, I think they're a dangerous team. The fact that they're still in the hunt, that just speaks volumes right yeah, now. This, all the they teams, are. They're better than every other team in the hunt right there. In my opinion. I, 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 I mean, agree. They, I, the Ravens, I, I they agree. should have beat the Ravens, and they were close with the Niners. If you can take and, both of them, and they should have beat the Eagles. So if they and were, I like, want to say something. Teams, like, I want to say something, because the Vikings are in a playoff spot, and they just beat the Raiders three to nothing. Three points the whole game. And so the Rams go and play the Ravens, the team that I picked to go to the Super Bowl, the team that a lot of people are picking to be the best team in the AFC, and go to overtime and lose in overtime, and they get a loss. And now they're on the outside looking in. It just goes to show, like, not every loss is built the same. Like, you can lose, you can win three to nothing, and you still get that W and you're still in the play. It just hurts so much because the Rams... <laughs> Played their behinds off against a very good team, but they have nothing to show for it because the Vikings played the Raiders and scored three points. It's just that that goes to show like strength of schedule matters down the stretch. And like, the Rams have an easy strength of schedule in the, the last, last four games. Well, yeah, sit your players, you Brandon. Please sit your players. Well, if they have the one, if Philly, if Philly, hold on. If Philly, if the Cowboys lose like two more games and Philly like loses to Seattle this next weekend, because I doubt Philly loses to the Giants. I hate to say it, Jihei. They're playing great. I, I would I would hope for that. But if the Niners went out and sold that last game, they'll sit players. If the Eagles lose and they're two games up and they already have it locked up, the one seed, they'll sit everybody. They'll play Sam Darnold or like, you know, they're third, still I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Sam Darnold's good. So, I mean, he's just never had a shot. Any Jets quarterback, you can't really gauge. Like, even Zach Wilson threw 350 yards last week. I think. You thought Tim Boyle was better than him? Like, come on, dude. I want to give like, a shout-out to Jihei's team because yeah, they, helped, they helped the Rams out. They beat the Packers. DeVito. We, we did Tommy help you guys DeVito. Yeah. Tommy DeVito and Zach Wilson <laughs> were Boxy. AFC and NFC Players of the Week. Can you believe that, yeah. Jihei? You guys, um, I, I can because he's 3-0 right now. But um, I, 
But um, I'm actually, I'm not hating on Tommy DeVito. And guys, you got to say his name right. It's uh, Tommy Cutlets. Yeah. Tommy, yeah. Tommy Cutlets. Um, I'm not. I'm not hating on it. I'm glad. I'm, you know what? Good for you guys. I'm glad that. I, I guess we're still in the hunt. Yeah. Football season's been over. I know how crazy is that? Um, football season's been over for me since like October 15th. So I, I don't I'm know. Kind of, I'm kind of. Maybe I'll come he's back to magic. He's 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 got. He you does. know what he's got? He's got like that Tim Tebow Broncos year type <laughs> magic where he got into the playoffs and they made that pass to you know R.I.P. Thomas. He's Demary's dead Thomas. now. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know they they beat the Steelers. Remember mm-hmm. everyone was like, whoa, like yeah. I mean the Giants kind of have that. I feel like I feel like. Babel's a great coach. He's showing that over the past three weeks. He's a bad football team. They're a bad football team. They were a bad football team last year that overachieved the roster wise. I'm not saying they're still a few years away. They got some good young players. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to ask you, Jihei, because Saquon, you know, you're going to have to pay him. Do you let Rams. him walk? Uh, you know what? I was all for Saquon last season, keeping him, wanting him, telling everybody to pay him. I'm good. Josh Madonna, buy Saquon. Let's get somebody else. Yeah, because you got to pay other positions. No, in the yeah. NFL, there's like a hard. It's not like the Dodgers, you know, the Yamamoto, Otani, like Boss <laughs> now. They have everybody, the All Star team, all the Dodgers. Well, uh, but that's baseball, right? In the NFL, there's like the, there's a hard cap, so it's like mm. it's yeah. different. You can't pay Sa- you pay Saquon all that money for what? Well, listen, they paid Daniel Jones all that money for that no the reason. Problem. That's their. That's that, the problem. That, yeah, so now you can't pay Saquon. Yeah. Because you so paid Daniel Jones all that money. I 100% agree with you. First and foremost, should have never, ever paid for that contract. Because well, we all knew that. Anybody with a brain knew that Daniel Jones wasn't you would, good. You would think that, but they're, everybody's saying they're going like, you've got to pay him. He's your quarterback. For Why? Because he, he, he can't even read defenses. He literally looks at coverage, and then he runs if he can't see anybody wide open. I mean, It's literally so, from last season. It's from last season and how well he did. And hey, how what well was their he defense? Their defense I, played well. I'm not debating that. Uh, again, I'm on your side with this. I'm on your side with this. I, I did not want to pay him that much. If this, this That's above my pay grade, but if it were up to me, I would have never given you know him this contract. Convinced him? You know who convinced him to pay him is Eli, because doesn't he come from that, that Eli-type like tree? He does. He comes from the homies before. Yeah, so th- well, that's no, so they were coached the by the same. They were coached by the same coach. And they're not going to say no to Eli. They're like, okay, yeah, we'll pay yeah. him. Eli's right. Like It was a mistake, yeah. though. They're going to drop the quarterback. They're going to drop I, So I've been saying, what have I been saying all year long? All year long to you guys. I have wanted Penix for all year long. You're going to no. get him. Hands all, off. I He's a Ram. So Hands off. No. You guys you know don't deserve crazy? it. We, we haven't won a ring in forever. You know what's crazy? It. It's it's kind of the same thing, GA. I know we don't have much time here, but it's kind of the same thing how a lot of people are going to lose their jobs because they don't want to admit Brock Purdy. They, they didn't scout him correctly, and he's actually really good. It's going to be the same thing, but to a lesser extent with Penix, because people are saying he's going to fall to the second round. I'm like, dude, he's the second best quarterback in this draft behind Caleb Williams. Like, if you just look at the tape, like he is the second best, and he's going to fall to the second round almost. That is crazy. That's don't put that out me. there. Don't don't send this out there because then you know, now the Rams won't have a chance. People are going to lose no, their jobs. Bro. Let him drop to the second round. <laughs> That's in Bennett know. was such a bad pick. That's such a bad pick. <laughs> he, he's he's on your IR. Uh, like, uh, he, yeah, he we is. don't know what he's doing. I, I don't know what what his situation is, but he's out way from Georgia. Teams, so. His number yeah. got retired, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, yay, good for him. He picked up his <laughs> check. He pulled the Steve Nash on the Lakers. Picked up his check and walked out. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, Laker what, fans that, will never like Steve Nash because of that. <laughs> hey, grab grab that money, man. Do, do I guess do you like get it where you can because you're not. They drafted him, not his fault. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I just, I can't even imagine, like, if, if we don't get him, I'm going to be so mad. This is going to be worse than the Micah Parsons no pick. Like, if oh. we don't get Pettix, like, I don't know if Arash showed you guys that that f- photo in, of me yelling. If we don't get Pettix, I, I don't think I can watch football next year. I hope year. he's not a Seahawk or Ram. I want him out of my division because he's good. I disagree. All right, well, <laughs> well, um, that, we got to leave it there for now, you guys. Uh, that's all she wrote at the current moment in time. Let's do this again to Mato. Same crew, same time, though. Um, for all those out there, this is the Arash Markazi Show. Thanks, stay safe, and stay healthy. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.